1: Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
0: It's only a short track, but it's action-packed. Here we go. In St. Lawrence, a Worldwide Technology Raceway.
1: That's right. Gentlemen, start your engines. It is race day at Bomber, uh, the Bomberito race. And joining us now is Tom Ackerman at the new bold BMW Toyota Sports Desk. Good morning, Tom
0: morning scott yeah big event today only race uh, only event uh, coming out of st louis that is nationally televised that i'm aware of nbc will have it today as it'll be at 235 the start of the race the bomber automotive group 500 should be a lot of fun
1: so tell us some of the logistics Uh, i know because of the weather there was a shift in the schedule so what can we expect today
0: They have uh, qualifying at 10 o'clock, and that'll be fewer than four hours before they take the track. They'll be wrapping up qualifying, so uh, they were not able to start practicing until almost six hours after qualifying was scheduled to begin. So they practiced last night. They'll wrap up qualifying starting at 10 o'clock today. Joseph Newgarden, in practice, turned the fastest lap during yesterday's practice, and he'll be considered the favorite because he's won an absolute ton he is looking to make some history today he's looking for his sixth consecutive win on an oval track that'll be the bomberito automotive group 500 he's won it four times he's looking to become the second driver to win six straight races on ovals The last time it happened, A.J. Foyt in 1964. Wow. He won seven straight races on ovals back then. So Newgarden's run on ovals actually dates to last year's race right here in St. Louis. He's won three consecutive, four overall. He's won four of the last six here. Uh, We had him in studio a little over a week ago, and he was glowing about... Not only St. Louis, but about IndyCar in general, the popularity of it. Uh, it'll have a worldwide audience on St. Louis today. And tickets are still available if you want to go. And if you haven't noticed, the weather's phenomenal. Mm. Uh, it's much better than it has been over the last week. So without those triple-digit temperatures on the track, we're going to have a good time today with a high of about, oh, 85 degrees, something like that. Not 85.
1: not even. Not even yeah, that. Yeah. So let me ask a question since you spoke with Joseph. Uh I've been to some of the street races for IndyCar and that's different than the Oval. Uh, But what is it about his skill set that makes him so good at oval racing?
0: Yeah, it looks like the temperatures, uh, the high is about 80 today, dropped to about 79 or so. That's great. Um, he's uh, He really enjoys turns three and four at this track in particular. So it's not necessarily a short track. It would be considered one of the longer of the short tracks, I guess a medium track. They compare it a lot uh, to the track in Phoenix, but the way this... Uh, current track is set up here in st louis is you have turns one and two are tight turns three and four are open Uh, that creates a lot of speed out of three and four and then coming down the main straightaway one and two you have to use some strategy in how you're downshifting and braking coming around two and then you can open it back up and you can really build up some speed coming around four and he really likes that racing in the corner certainly is something that is to his liking Uh, he's got a great car to begin with but you know, that's something that I think will be a lot of fun to watch—is see who tries to beat him and how they can beat one of the best in the business. Uh, Alex Palou is currently number one in points, uh, but Newgarden is right there with him, and then you've got some great drivers out there. Pato Award always drives well here. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got Will Power is one of the better drivers in IndyCar history. Actually, has more pole positions than anyone in history surpassing mario andretti last year but he did uh, crash his car into the wall yesterday in practice so it was a long night for his crew trying to get a uh, car ready to go uh, but yeah it'll be fun to see if new Garden can do it great guy uh, really enjoyed spending some time with him
1: and willpower is definitely one of the best names in sports no doubt, great
0: name for sure. Yeah, uh, so yeah, it's gonna be fun today. I think a, a ten o'clock practice is is a, a really nice thing for fans. I'm sorry that the weather was what it was yesterday, but it does open up uh, some fun today. So the the parking lots are open, the spectator gates are now open. You can get out there and have some fun and see some of the presentations and live music and food and drink. Get in there early and enjoy a ten o'clock. Qualifying today at the track
1: it was a wild finish last night in Orlando with City SC losing they scored a goal that had to be video reviewed then they had a handball situation that had to be video reviewed and in the end Orlando was able to make the penalty kick but at the same time LAFC didn't win so the advantage City SC has in the Western Conference is still four points with what nine games to go
0: Yeah, really good. And, you know, if you look at the table, you also see Orlando City is one of the better teams in the East. They're actually tied with Philadelphia and New England for second place in the East with that win. And, you know, they're really good. I mean, so I thought it was a good match, and, and two teams that are going to be playing in the postseason. Orlando City, Scott, is 6-0-4 in its last ten home matches, mm. 6-0-4. Uh, they're 6-2 in their last eight at home against expansion teams. This is no ordinary expansion team, though. As you mentioned, City is the leader right now with 44 points in the West, but Orlando City has 43. And you know, this is a, a really nice team, I think, that – There's no shame in losing this. You also didn't have Tim Parker, uh, whose uh, wife just gave birth to a, a baby boy, and I know how excited... They are about that, so they'll get him back. Great to have Klaus out there who came in in the 78th minute. Yeah, uh, they, He's been dealing with a quad injury for a few months, so n- nice to have him back and part of the scene there and just getting him out there trotting around is a big deal. So I'm looking forward to seeing what they do moving forward. You'd hate to see him lose, but it does happen.
1: Yeah, they've got a midweek game at home against Dallas, so that's a uh, always a good place for uh, SC to be is in City Park. They play so well there.
0: Place to be rocking for sure. Going to get some great weather, and you know, even when it was a cauldron though, like it was last Sunday against Austin, the place was packed. Tons of energy, just an absolute blast to be at City Park for these matches. They've done a tremendous job. The stadium is state of the art and brand new and just a lot of fun to navigate and it's a really good team you know they play a style that gets the crowd going because it's an aggressive style you get a lot of chances and action if you haven't been to a game uh, and you can get your hands on some tickets i would highly highly encourage it
1: well you know it's an unusual summer when the third topic in our chat is the cardinals they lost 12 to one yesterday Tom, I mean, the, the disinterest I feel around the town about this team, I, I'm guessing that this is going to go away. It's going to evaporate once the season's over and people are going to have optimism about 24.
0: Well, look, I mean, we can sit here and talk about City. We can talk about the Blues, you know, the Billikens, the IndyCar race, golf coming to town, uh, you know, the Battle Hawks. You can talk about it all. They are still the giant. Uh, They're also the elephant in the room. You know, what is going to happen to the Cardinals moving forward in 2024? But no matter what, the Cardinals are always the king. They are the talk of the town, and they are the franchise that gets the city moving. They need to be good. They know that, and they will be pushing in this offseason to get not one, not two, but three starting pitchers. Scott, that's got to happen, and if they do that, Uh, They're going to be in business for 24. It's a very good baseball team, aside from the fact that they had to deal to get prospects because they were out of the race. Then, after all that, they started suffering injuries, one starter after the other. So, you know, the odds of them winning the game today are pretty slim. Drew Rahm is making the start. Drew Rahm, uh, he, you know, started a game his first time. He gave up eight runs. And he's actually a pretty decent prospect that they picked up during the trade deadline. And he's facing Aaron Nola, a pitcher who uh, got the Cardinals pretty good in the playoffs last year. Hasn't had one of his best years, but he will be a free agent in the offseason. And I would be stunned if he doesn't get multiple offers from multiple teams, and the Cardinals should be looking at him and, and pitchers like him. And if they're going to make something happen in 24, that's what they're going to have to do. So, you know, I do think that right now it's tough to see them losing games. But if you're like me, you're in observation mode for 2024. You're looking to see who on this team is going to finish strong, who's going to be ready to go for next year. Not all these players are going to be here. They will make trades and then they will sign free agents but they're going to do both they're going to make trades and they're going to sign free agents to get this pitching staff back to where it needs to be and not just the rotation but the bullpen as well so that's going to have to happen unfortunately they've dealt with a losing season and it rarely happens the last time they had this kind of a season was in 2007 mm. 2007 wow it's been a while. yeah Uh,
1: briefly college football I noticed it was on TV yesterday it's underway is there anything in particular that you're excited about for this college football season
0: I thought Notre Dame looked pretty good they beat Navy 42 to 3 very impressed with their offense and defense against a team that can give you some trouble because Navy likes to run 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 Um, but they held up really well against them over in Ireland Uh, Definitely interested to see what Alabama looks like. It's the college football playoff last year. Can't imagine that that happens again. But, you know, Georgia's great. Uh, Georgia's the best team in the country. Ohio State has to be pretty upset about what happened last year, losing to Michigan again. And here they are in the top 25, and Michigan's actually ahead of them Mm -hmm. uh, in the preseason rankings. So how will that go down as the season goes along? And I think the other team to watch is LSU because they finished strong last year, and they have a national championship contender this year under Brian Kelly. They're loaded with talent. I think he surprised everybody last year by getting them as far as he did. They'll be a top-five team to start the year. But they're going to have to come to Mizzou, and if Mizzou actually gets off to a good start, and they've got big challenges ahead now, They're going to play Thursday, of course, against South Dakota. But if they can get through their first couple of games, they have K-State at home on the 16th, an early game, which I think is a real great uh, test for both teams. K-State will be ranked in the top 25 and will have to go on the road. If they win that ball game and they play at the Dome in Memphis and win it, uh, the potential is there that they could have an incredible, if not undefeated record, when LSU comes to Columbia. A lot has to happen before that, but I would not discount this Missouri team. I think there's a question of quarterback right now, uh, but their defense is is legit. I mean, it is an SEC defense and there's a chance they could use that to get a couple of wins on their side. Then Illinois should be solid on both the offensive line and defensive line. I think they'll be a very, very good Big Ten team. Should be fun this year.
1: All right, Tom Ackerman, thanks so much. All right, appreciate it. All right, Tom Ackerman getting set for sports on a Sunday morning at 10 o'clock. Just before eight, right now. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone fifteens, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for 25
0: bucks per line per month
1: with eligible trade-in when you switch.